Ni hao, mates! The world is not enough to contain the epic finale of the plunder down under on Tales of the Extraordinary! For those just tuning in, here's the lowdown. Masked Vigilante, the Unknown, has found his way to Australia, where he has undergone a vision quest to find his spirit animal, before freeing an aboriginal tribe from enslavement at the hands of the not-quite-dead arch-villain, Mr. H, or, as the Unknown calls it, Tuesday. At the same time, world-renowned explorer Little Dicky Broughton has been forcibly deported from the USSR and journeyed through war-torn China to reach Shanghai. With the help of infamous gangster Big Ear Du, he has secured travel to Hong Kong aboard a pirate ship. But we'll get to him later. For now, let's turn our attention to Australia and the smoldering ruin of a massive gun battle atop the sacred Ayers Rock, where the Unknown, the Aboriginal Elder Jim, and the koala known as Barney are mourning a lost friend. What's his problem? Are you so insensitive to the feelings of others around you? Yes, but that doesn't answer my question. Barry is his problem. His only friend in the world is dead, trying to save us. Okay, okay. People die. Barry died so that your people could have a chance at freedom. There'll be plenty of time to mourn once we've actually done that. You should apologize. To a bear? Come on. Uh, Barney, no! Oh, don't go over there! Barry couldn't have survived that crash! We've got to keep moving! Let him go. I would have expected more out of you after your bonding in the dreaming. Why? Because I got to play dress-up as a furry little bear in my dreams? Because you are now in tune with the spirits of other koalas. They see you now as one of them! Thanks for the nightmares. If it's all right with you, I'd like to find Mr. H before he dies of old age. If we do not reach him in time, then he will have found a way to permanently enter the Dreaming. So? What's so bad about that? To physically enter the Dreaming with your own body means you can go anywhere. See anything, live forever, with no earthly body to return to. Sounds nice. But knowing the depths of his evil, he will also use it to influence others, to gain power over them through their dreams. Like you guys did to me. Ah, yes but with the intention of subjugating the world to his will. Not if I have anything to say about it. Let's find those tunnels your people have been digging and show Mr. H what true pain tastes like. I can help you with that there, mate. Simon. Uh, Not with the taste pot, I mean. But we would be happy to show you to the boss man. I see you brought a small army of krauts this time. Good. More of a challenge. Are you for real? I have been asked that a lot. Usually by some scumbag as I serve him a cold dish of vengeance. Okay. And by vengeance, I mean my fists. Oh, oh I like you, mess man. What's your name? I am that which you fear in the dark. The unknown. Unknown? Ha! Fair suck of the salve! Did you just insult me? You're the one the boss man's been going on about. Oh, this is gonna be real ace. Take him away, mine fruins. While things go downhill for the unknown, let us check in on the Chinese pirate ship that Little Dicky is sailing into Hong Kong. Oh. Well, it would appear that Little Dicky's junk is burning. 
So let us instead focus on another Chinese pirate vessel leaving the scene of that carnage. You down! Go down! Into that dark hole? I think not. Ah! Ow! Well, isn't this a fine pickle? Shuffled from one pirate boat to another like a common barrel of pickles, I suppose. Is that Richard? Richard Broughton? Who's there? Ah, so sorry, old boy. Your eyes haven't adjusted to the dark yet. Would you strike a match, my dear? Lanzio. There we are. Much better. I'm sorry, do I know you? We met back in 24 in Hong Kong. Name's Alico Lilius. I'm the reporter with the Morning Post. What an unusual name. Is it Russian? Yes, though I was raised in Finland in America. Ah, yes, I recall now. You were the pirate chap. Always hounding us for lurid tales of piracy and whatnot, eh? You do remember me. Capital! I see you finally got your wish of sailing with Chinese pirates. Good on you. Ah, me back. Yes, sorry about the rough treatment. Are you working with this lot, then? Oh, no, not at all. This is my third consecutive capture. The previous crew had us locked up like prisoners. At least here we are well taken care of. She said, speak for yourself. And who might these two be? Oh, how rude of me. Richard Broughton, meet Wang, my translator and erstwhile partner in adventuring. How do you do, Mr. Broughton? Metal Wang here in Macau. We've been fast pals ever since. Sometimes I pray for a quick release into the comforting arms of Mother Death. Ah. And this lovely piece of wily femininity is Ji. How uh, charmed, she said. I as well. Oh, I see you have a fag. Mind if I partake? No! Oh my. Uh, she said. Yes, I... I got what she said. Thank you, Mr. Wang. She is just being protective, Richard. Ji here constantly blows smoke on me to keep the mosquitoes away. Really? What a fine relationship. I'm surprised none of the pirates have taken advantage of her. Oh no. She's made the rounds a few times. I'm sorry? She uh, is, uh, how you say, whore. In one of my many attempts at cracking the piracy underworld, I was recruited on a floating brothel under Wong Q. He a big chief of the West River Pirates. Ji here was quite taken with me. Stickling Wong. She say she just love your kissing. Very impressive, she say. I'm not one to brag. Bisi, nigo stick yem. She say Let's I... move it along, shall we? It's lovely to meet you and your coolies here, but I'm afraid I didn't drop in for a chit-chat. I didn't think so. I presume this crew executed the pirates on your ship and captured you too. But I'm trying to make my way back to Hong Kong. I've gotten myself a bit stranded in, uh, most of Asia, really. I was hoping to make it back to British soil, of a sense. Looks like you'll have to make do with the Portuguese instead, old boy. How do you... Oh. Yep. We're headed to Macau again. I suppose that's closer than Shanghai, at least. Perhaps I can lease a boat from there. Sure. We'll just have to talk to the Mountain of Wealth and ask her permission first. Sorry? Lai Choi San. She owned whole fleet of pirate junk in Macau. Oh, I see. And now she owns us all. Oh, I see. <laughs> Half a world away, in Australia, the Unknown and Jim are escorted deep into the freshly carved bowels of Uluru. Ayers Rock, 
by a cadre of German mercenaries and one traitorous aborigine. What's that noise? The workers. You mean your brothers and sisters? I mean the workers, Dad. They get a job to do, digging into this rock. Yeah? How much you paying them? All the opium they want. The opium you forced upon them? They're happier now than they've ever been living in the dirt of the outback, Dad. They're halfway in the dreaming all the time, if you think about it. You disgust me. And how much did H and his crowds pay you to betray your own people? I prefer the term Project Supervisor myself. And let's just say it's more than any Aborigine could ever dream of making in the White Dog's world. You never saw the value in our life, did you? You never understood the power of the land in our history. Of the dream time and the song lines. This is all we need. Uh, speak for yourself, Dad. I need to get paid. For 40,000 years, our people have lived in stagnation while the rest of the world advanced. I do want to be left behind. Like you. So you allied yourself with a madman and these Huns? Enough! What? Are you talking to me? Yeah! All of us went to the highest levels of schooling. We served in the Great War mid distinction. And just because we were on the losing side, we have had to suffer all these slanders against our peoples. Torsen, calm down. I will not! I am tired of how the world treats us people like this American. We are not just some mindless pigs. We have to feed our families to support an economy back home that is bleeding out thanks to the wholly unfair reparations demanded by your so-called treaty. Are you done? I... Yeah, I'm done. My apologies. I apologize, too. And I promise to treat you with more respect, even as I am pumping a hail of bullets into your face. What? We're here. Dawson, open the door, eh? Yeah. Wait out here. Mickey Mouse! What? That's me Croc's name. Isn't it, boy? So that part of the dream was real, huh? I'm afraid so, my friend. Gentlemen, let me introduce you to the boss, Mr. Holchanowski. Are you kidding me? What? This sack of flesh in the wheelchair is Mr. H? I mean, I know you said he was broken, but this is just pathetic. Have some respect, dog! Stop. That is no way to treat our guests. What the hell? Oh no, it's the voice machine. Hold on. Damn it, Simon. I thought we fixed this. I I'm sorry, sir. This wheelchair didn't quite come with instructions, okay? Uh, here. Top something now. Bienvenido el desconocido. Ah, pinche cabrón. Simon, ayuda. Ayúdame. Ahora. Yeah, yeah, take it easy, boss man. Rapido. There. Try that. Testing. Ah, oh, there we are. I guess that answers the question of who you stole the wheelchair from. Unfortunately, when we acquired this wheelchair from Dr. Von Kliegel's neglected workshop, it was still a prototype. Well, then I'd better take it back to him. I'm sure he won't mind the bloodstains. Always the tough guy, aren't you? That's why I always considered you my true rival and enemy. We'd barely met you, Fruitcake. All I ever did was throw a Chinaman at you. And yet it was that one simple act that ruined my entire scheme. If I had a penny for every time I've heard some bimbo say that... Enough! I am so glad you could be here to witness my ascension. Oh no! You've done it? That's right, old man. I'm afraid you're too late. 
We've already tapped into the heart of Aya's rock, and with the aid of this machinery also borrowed from the doctor, I've opened a portal straight into the dreaming. I can now send my entire body through and become the first mortal to enter the dreaming hole. I'm sorry, Jim, but I'm afraid I won't need you elders anymore. Kill them, Simon. Son! Sorry, Dad. A job's a job. Goodbye. Avert your ears, folks, and take your mind off of what comes next by listening to a word from our sponsor. I have symptoms. I have so many symptoms. I miss my husband so much. And ever since he left me, I've broken out in hives, and I've broken out of jail. I just feel terrible. You should try Ethel's mummy powder. I heard it solves everything. That's right, folks. Oh, Randy! Ethel's mummy powder cures everything that's ailing you. From, what did you say, hives? I've forgotten everything that came before this moment. Why, it's all the rage in Hollywood. We're all using it. Should I just snort it like I do my usual cures? Esso's mummy powder is crafted from the finest ground mummy. What? Oh, now it's offensive? You do not know the meaning of the word offensive. You have taken a cultural product and sold it like a cheap whore. This is a traditional cultural heritage product. Do you ask where the mummies come from? Did you even think about this? You leave your auntie alone, or I'll have my husband fix you. Quick, get her some Ethel's mummy powder. Try Ethel's mummy powder. The only mummy powder you can use on bears. Gertie, what have you been getting yourself into? Nuts. Hmm. On second thought, maybe unnecessary slaughter isn't so bad by comparison. And so, back to the action. No odd feelings, Dad. We all make mistakes, son. Mine was raising a demon like yourself. And mine was not killing you sooner. No. Your mistake was closing the door behind us. What? No German mercenaries to help you now. Help! Uh-uh-uh. Mickey Mouse! Uh-oh. Sile Slime! Whoa. Simon! Stop! Wait your turn, Dad! Who needs a German when you got 12 feet of raw killing machine? <laughs> Mickey Mouse? It's dinner time. Barney? Just like in the dreaming. Where the hell did he come from? You should be more concerned with where your gun went. Oh. <laughs> Mickey Mouse! Why, oh, you son of a... Oh, my knee! Sit down, kid. Your dad wants a word with you. Mr. Unknown, look! What? Mr. H. He's gone. Where did he go? <laughs> While you were focused on me, the boss man did it. He escaped into the dreaming. Then I'm going in after him. No, wait. If you go in whole, you cannot come back. You'll have to enter with your mind alone. But we don't have one of those hum sticks. I don't think you'll need it. Yeah, if you say so. Here, take the gun. If he moves, exercise some fatherly love. Dad, you wouldn't hurt your only... <laughs> Oh, that does feel good. Now, prepare yourself. It's time to enter the dreaming. 
I must be dreaming. Madam Choi-san, you truly know how to treat a gentleman. Didn't I tell you she'd take care of us? But of course, Mr. Dickey. A man of your fame should not be ill-treated. I thank you. And might I say that you are quite a fashionable vixen yourself, my dear. Oh, you are the flatterer. No, really. When I hear you are called the Mountain of Wealth, I imagine, well, a bit more girth to your bones. I think that was a compliment. It is, in his own special way. I'm sorry that you will not be staying, Aleko. Sorry, Miss Lai, but I was offered a job as bagman for Wang To Ping and thought I'd take him up on it. Is that so? To work for Wang To Ping, you must join his secret society, the Hall of Righteous Heroes. Keen, I'll be a made man in no time. Be warned. The initiation into the hall involved fasting, two roosters, and a handful of white feathers. That doesn't sound so bad. Make cuts along your shoulder here and dip the feathers in your blood before burning them in the incense. Huh. I see. Well, I suppose a little blood should be expected for... More blood, yes. The rooster. What about them? You will then have to kill the roosters and drink their blood. Well, that certainly sounds involved. Having second thoughts, Alico? What? Are you kidding? I'm all over it. Oh? Richard, I purposely spent three months in a Hong Kong prison with three-inch cockroaches. Awful food. And the sounds of beatings day and night. The majority of my stay, I was hospitalized with dysentery. Whatever would you do that for? Why, to meet real pirates, of course. I've been at this for a while, old boy. Now I finally have my chance to hit the big time. Can you imagine the copy I'm going to get for the papers? I might even write a book. Hmm. Well, it's been a most surreal time, to be sure. But I, too, must be off, I'm afraid. Your hospitality has been that of legends. But... Oh, Mr. Dickey, do not worry. We have already begun arrangements to send you to Hong Kong. Why do you think we have treated you so well? Why, I thought, um, because I'm British? <laughs> you are half right. We have issued a ransom for you to the British concession over there. We found they pay more the prisoners are pampered. I see. So I am a prisoner, am I? What about Lilius here? You're letting him go free? Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> but he has already traded his ready friend for his freedom. <laughs> Sorry, Sheba, but it never would have worked out anyway. Do not worry. I take much better care of her than Wong Q. I'm sure you will. Good day, Richard. I hope our paths cross again. Come along, Wang. We're off! Kill me, please! You kidder! Get to the boat. Well, now the three of us are alone. Let us pass the time in carnal knowledge. I'm sorry, what? It is rare that I have a very British man like yourself to pray with. And what if I say no? Then I suppose I could... Send you to Bias Bay to visit the notorious House of Torture. Aha. Uh -huh. 
I'm not sure which is worse. Oh, what's that? I, I said, I hope it's nothing too perverse. Mr. Dickey, the mountain of wealth will show you things you only dream of. But it might not. Well then, speaking of dreams... Hello? Jim? Great. Looks like I'm doing this alone. An unknown koala bear against whatever spirit animal H has found, I suppose. Probably a wombat or a... Great white shark? Yeah, that was going to be my third guess. Though I didn't expect one that floats in the air. (laughs) I can do anything here, Mr. Unknown. The real-world rules no longer limit me. It's good to hear your real voice and all. But don't you have a world to manipulate, H? I was on my way to do just that! But, uh, the moment you entered the dreaming, my mouth started to water. Did you know that sharks' mouths can water? (laughs) I sure didn't. Do I look like I care? No, you, uh, you look like dinner. The big, bad vigilante is nothing more than a blush teddy bear. Looks can be deceiving. (laughs) I wish I could show the world what a joke you are. Too bad I'm going to devour you instead. How's that sound for vengeance? You want to know about vengeance? Come get some. Are you seriously charging me? A koala leaping in a great white shark. Ah, you are indeed suicidal. Mmm. Fuzzy. I must say, though, I was disappointed there wasn't even enough to chew. For all this pomposity, he was nothing more than an hors d'oeuvre. Pity. Yeah! <laughs> What is happening? My my guts feel like they're being shredded. No. No! Oh, that was messy. I'm glad you had such a soft stomach, H. Too bad for you, this bear's got claws. This can't be possible. Oh, it is, pal. You may have weakened me, but I still live. Your claws... Against my teeth. You cannot defeat me. I wasn't planning to. That would rob them of their vengeance. What? Who? Oh, no. That's right. All those aborigines you enslaved. Enslaved with opium. Like Simon said, they're halfway in the dreaming all the time. And each and every one of them wants a piece of you. Literally. No! No! Get away from me, you you savages! Stop them! Please! Don't... Say hello to the abyss for me. No! Uh, What? Jim? Sorry. I was worried something might happen to you. So I woke you. I hope it wasn't too soon. No, it was right on time. I got off a good quip. So, uh, Mr. H, is he... There is no Mr. H anymore. And it's over. At last. Damn right, it... What happened to Simon? Ah, yes. He overpowered me, the crafty boy. But Barney here came to my rescue. And he would have killed Simon if he hadn't yanked him off. Would that have been so bad? Even after all he's done, he's still my son. He can live with the koala scars to remind him of his shame. That's my kind of vengeance. You must be rubbing off on me, mate. So, what now? Now? Well, first we open this door and explain to Torsten and the other Germans that they aren't going to be getting another paycheck. If they're like most mercenaries, they'll just let us go. 
I will have a difficult time ahead, for me and my tribe, to cure them of their addiction. What about you, boy? He has no one now, I'm afraid. Now that Barry's gone. That's not true. He has me. What? Like you said, we are one and the same. I realized it when he jumped on that croc. It would only be right that I take him back with me to Los Angeles. You, you will take care of poor Barney? Yeah. Every hero needs a sidekick, right? Just one thing, little guy. We'll have to get you a mask. A most unusual victory, wouldn't you say? And halfway across the world, another victory of an equally unusual style is taking place in New York City, as the city wakes up to some shocking news. Extra, extra, read all about it! U.S. government poisoning alcohol! National experiment and extermination exposed! Only in the New York Evening Inquirer, where inquiring minds go to know! The boy is a natural. Who knows his greatest deficiency would be his greatest asset? You're starting to sound like me now, Tony. Ah, Mr. Brown, the morning edition is selling like veritable hotcakes. And with good reason, Patrick. The people want the truth, no matter how horrible it might be. Hurst is going to be thrilled. And don't you worry about your boy, sir. Who? Oh, yes, Thomas, right. I'm heading to Providence, PDQ. I should have him safe and sound and reunited with poor Mary by the end of the week. You know it's Friday, right, Brown? By the end of next week. You know, Brown, since he did me this favor... For which you will naturally uphold your end of the bargain. Of course. Let me just say, though, that I was really impressed with the way you handled this whole affair. So I uh, did you a little favor. Who did you kill? Brown, what kind of man do you think I am? A no-good two-bit gangster kingpin who runs the seamy side of every racket in this flea-bitten town whose name is known throughout all the lurid edifices of New York as synonymous with crime. Yeah, but with morals. Plus, I didn't know anyone who'd wronged you enough to warrant a death sentence. Believe me, we looked. Thank you? What I'm getting at, Brown, is I, uh, I looked into this Providence affair for you. Yeah? Yeah, I called up Walsh. Danny Walsh? The bootlegger? Yeah, Danny Walsh. Will you let me freaking finish, Brown? Sorry. You're making me forget my gratitude. Anyway, Danny and the others up at the island were real appreciative of what she done here. As you know, the state's as Catholic as you can get. Which is why I sent my boy there for schooling. And as Italian as the Lower East Side. Sorry, Irish. Well, what can you do? My point is, they are no fans of this prohibition. So any enemy of their enemy... Is their friend. Got it. Uh, what's this got to do with my boy? I got good news and bad news. <laughs> Not this again. Is Ricky out of earshot? Let's hope so. Bad news first. Turns out your boy was in fact involved in one of those wacky Rhode Island cults. This one worshipped some weird idol named uh, Hulu or Cthulhu or something. Oh, Thomas! The good news is Danny's going to help you out with some muscle. I'll give you a time and a place to meet him and he can show you around the city. That's real swell of you, Frankie. Yeah, yeah. Just don't let Gertrude know about this, okay? Deal. And don't you fret, Patrick. Detective Leroy Brown is on the case. Again. I've got faith in you, me boyo. Thanks. But I've got a hunch it'll take a lot more than faith to go up against these lurid heretical abominations and bring them all to justice. Good day, gentlemen. 
Godspeed, Mr. Brown. Thank you, Becknell. That's... No, you got it right. Is it over? Truly? The Unknown has defeated Mr. H. Little Dicky has finally found a way to Hong Kong, albeit at a steep price. Steep? Like a mountain, get it? And Detective Leroy Brown has exposed the unbelievably true story of U.S. citizens being poisoned by their own government. But, in typical extraordinary fashion, more questions have been raised, even as our story comes to its conclusion. Does the unknown now have a masked koala sidekick? What will his kitty think of this? And of course, what will happen when and if Leroy Brown is reunited with Randolph Moon, silent movie star and now leader of his own otherworldly cult? Hilarity, I'm sure! Stay tuned to MTC.net on your internet dial for the next thrilling adventure on Tales of the Extraordinary! Stop. That is no way to treat our guest. What the hell? Telephone enrollment from UCLA circa 1995? <laughs> I thought I was through with you. You never let me get the classes that I need. The Plunder Down Under was filmed live at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California. It's copyright 2010, Michael T. Coleman and MTC Studio, and featured the vocal talents of Justina Sexton, Chris Rickabaugh, Michael T. Coleman, Joseph Newhouse, Taliesin Jaffe, Matthew Mercer, Spencer Coates, Nathan G. Johnson, Jordan Byrne, Matt Yamashita, and the occasional cameo from random audience members.